So, God bless you. The Lord is good. I just wanted to share the testimony with you. And there's many people that are worried about what happened last night. And um, just to, as a testimony, it's a real testimony. I've had to write it down because there's just so much that that sort of happened. And we're just so thankful to the Lord for his hand upon us. So um, church on Wednesday night, that's last night. Uh, last night, we um, during the church service, um, we had a real unexpected heavy snowstorm. Um, and actually after church was over we had a really nice service and we came out after church and the um, the snow was just coming down and there was there was sort of that much snow um, and I thought well you know sometimes we need to listen to that voice inside that's something you just said inside you know maybe you want to drive brother Mike and sister Marion and the saints home and just leave their car but you know we just brother Mike got in the car and he managed to get the car going out of the out from the farm where we are and we, we live in a very hilly area so there's a lot of steep roads up and down um, but the main part that you struggle with is sort of the forestry road which is like a stone road um, where we live there's, it's a mile and a half until you get to the main tarmac road so it's a mile and a half down um, and um, I said to Josh, 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 Josh um, was in the pickup truck. That's this this one behind this grey one. Josh was in the pickup truck. That's uh, my son, Josh. And he he, um, I said, oh, I said, follow Brother Michael, Sister Marion. Just follow them down the road, and just make sure that they get to the end of the road because it's happened before. Last year they got sort of stuck and we had to pull them out. But when you get to the end of the main road, when you're on the road, you're fine. You can you can turn around and come back. So if, if we have somebody in the snow like that, we'll just make sure they get to the end of the main road. So a mile and a half, you get to the main road, it's tarmac, and um, then everything's fine. So Josh forgot his phone. You know, we're always telling him, go out, whenever you go out, take your phone with you. Well, he forgot his phone. And I, I phoned Brother Michael, and Josh had already set off. I phoned Brother Michael just to make sure that... Um, make sure that he was okay and he answered the phone and he was actually right at the end where the tarmac is he was at the end of the piece so i thought oh well that's fine he, he's got to the end of the road and so i, I so i said oh that's fine brother mike i said i'll you know i'll speak to you whenever then that's fine and then um i put the phone down and i phoned josh and i heard his phone upstairs and i was like oh are you for real if he only had his phone with him i thought he can turn around and just come straight back anyway as it was, Josh got to the end of the road, and usually we always get to the end of the road, we turn around and we come back. And something said inside him, you know, the Lord spoke inside him and said, Josh, just, just go a little bit further, just go a little bit further and make sure they've got, make sure they've got a little bit further. And so he drove down, it's something we never do, he drove down and there's a piece of the road and I'll, I'll put it on the like on a separate video underneath so you can see it but there's a piece of the road that gets steeper and steeper and steeper and it drops down quite steep into a left-hand bend and a left-hand bend goes around quite a tight bend and it's usually not too bad and you know we're used to driving around there so we have no problems but you know I said to brother Michael is the road clear he said oh the road's clear I thought well that's fine well Josh Josh drove down and as he came over the brow of the hill he saw someone standing in the road holding a torch and um, and um, 
as he came closer, he started to slide down as well. It was just black ice. So the truck, this truck, this truck, the truck started to slide down and he managed to throw it into the side of the road, into the, into the, into the gutter and it sort of got pulled down into the mud and it pulled him across and pulled him around the corner. And as he got out of the car, he looked into the ditch. So as you go around the left-hand bend, there is, there's, there's a, there's a ditch. It's, it's probably from where I'm standing now, it's probably, it's probably up there. It's maybe, maybe, maybe two and a half, two and a half meters, um, deep maybe three meters deep which is like um seven or eight foot deep maybe more nine foot deep and, it, and it's a gully and it's like there's a river in the bottom of it and he saw a car with the lights flashing in in the bottom and and when he got there he saw it was brother michael's car it was brother michael's car and um <laughs> he'd arrived literally just two minutes after it happened and and um he, um, he, he, it's just supernatural. It's supernatural. When you look at it now, when you go there and you look at the car still there now, it just is. He jumped across and Sister Marion said, she said, she said it was like the Lord gave him the strength of Samson. He said, she said he just ripped the door open. And imagine the car's now on its side. So the car is on its side. There's the doors that you open normally, they're sticking up. And you're looking at the bottom of the car, but it's right down in the ditch. She said he just jumped straight across, jumped onto the side of the car. He bent down, ripped the door open, and he reached straight down, and he grabbed Sister Marion, and he just pulled her straight out of the car in one. It's impossible. He just reached down and pulled her straight out of the car. He put, he sat her on the side of the car, um, and, and, he, and she was sitting on the car, and she was all frantic and screaming and, you know, obviously really shook up. And he thought, Lord, how am I going to get her across? Because the cars maybe, you know, maybe it's about, it's about that far, what is it, five feet across from the bank, the car, the edge of the car. And he just jumped across. But how am I going to lift her across? Because in between, there's this gully of, of, of sort of nine feet deep. And so we'd done a building job the other day and we had a piece of what's called Kingspan. And it's, uh, it's, I should have I cleaned the van out. And I said to Josh, I said, oh, just leave it in there. This is two days ago, three days ago. I said, oh, I'll just leave it in the back of the truck. Uh, I said, oh, I'm tired. I'll, I'll do it. In the I said, maybe we'll need it. Well, Josh opened the truck and he pulled it out. That is, that's Kingspan. And if you look closely, look. That's Kingspan. That's Kingspan. That's Kingspan. Kingspan we use for insulation and put it in walls. If I stand on that, it'll snap. It's three inches deep. And he put that as a bridge from the bank across the car. <laughs> and he walked across it and he pulled Sister Marion free of the car on that piece of King's Bank. He bridged it across, just following the Lord, following what the Lord showed him. He just put it across and he just walked across it. And the Lord, only the Lord can supernaturally strengthen something that is just like that it's phenomenal so you know at that point now sister marion's across the bank and she is um i'm i'm at home and that was also the lord because I, I got changed i put different clothes on i'd had my suit on i put different clothes on and josh shouts to the neighbor who was there shouts to call for me dad call me dad he was the only one who had a signal there because brother michael as it slid down the road that they'd, they'd, they'd slipped down probably 100 yards getting faster and faster to the bottom 
smash into a into a big, a big um, wooden post with the telegraph wires on and he snapped it and he shot forward and he hit another tree and then he bounced into this gully so um the neighbor he called me and I, I saw that i had this i had a message for, i had a missed call from tom and i thought that's strange i thought i wonder if someone's got stuck you know i didn't think anything so i phoned him back and then sister marion was on the phone and she was hysterical you know there's ambulance we've crashed we've crashed the ambulance is on the way the ambulance is on the way come and help me please help me please help me and you know i i, I want it what can i do suddenly i'm just suddenly from one moment to the next i've got a phone call help me help me help me we're, we're all trapped we're trapped in the car everyone's trapped in the car we can't get out there's a there's ambulance on the way but we, we're trapped and i, I said i've got no car because joshua's got the car but this, the old truck here, this other truck that we have here, this is uh, like a, a it, it was in the shed and it, I think we don't use it on the road now. It's just, it's just a farm truck. But, and the battery was flat. It, it, the battery wouldn't start. So I, I didn't even know that, but Josh had said, oh no, we can't start it because the battery's flat. Well, I, in desperation, I just needed a car. Praise the Lord. Uh, Miriam, she, we put clothes on quickly. We put our jackets on. I came running out, I got straight in the car, turned the key and it fired up straight away. The Lord just started the car just like that. We jumped in there. I never even knew it was flat until Josh told me afterwards. And even afterwards, after we parked the car, later when we came back to pick the car up, it wouldn't start anymore. The battery was flat. But the Lord just started it up. The Lord knew we needed that car and the Lord just started the battery. We jumped in the car and we just drove down there. I've got to, I've had to write this down because there's so much here. You know, Miriam and I, Miriam and I, so this is the first time now that we see this and I'm coming down the road and I'm thinking, Lord, what's going on? What's going on? I'm seeing this black ice and the car starts to slide and I pull it into the side and I pull down. And I've got my light shining from the hill right down and I, I just see some yellow flashing, yellow, like flashing on the trees. And I thought, what? I get out and Sister Marion's there across the road, hysterical. Michael's in the car, Michael's in the car. I just kind of looked down and looked down. I just saw the car fall, oh Lord, no, mate. And then I saw Joshua, the back door was open. The neighbor had climbed across his 70s. He's in his 70s, bless his heart. He's in his 70s. He sat on the front of the car and he's holding the door open. And then Joshua, Joshua was inside the car. He'd climbed down inside the car and he was holding because Sister Hildegard, she's 83 years old. Sister Hildegard was hanging in the air with the seatbelt. And he'd managed to get in there and cut her free. And he was actually holding her. He was supporting her because, because Sister Pony was laying on the floor on the, on the bottom of the car. And so, and so he's holding her like this. And it was just the Lord. We, we managed to pull Joshua's belt off and, and, I, and I strapped it around Sister Hildegard and I managed, we managed to lift her out. Oh shit, it was heavy. Lifting her out of the car and the back of the car. When you see the, the film, it's just a small little car that Brother Michael yeah, would use for coming to church. It's just a small little car, the back, small back door, and we're pulling him out. And then we laid it, and we never even, I never even realised. I never thought about the Kingspan. But later on the Kingspan, the same little piece of Kingspan, the same thing here. This is the piece that the Lord used. This is the piece the Lord used. She's a bit bent, but she ain't broke. <laughs> and we pulled her across and got her up on the road, and Miriam was with me, so Miriam dragged her up the bank, and got her, and I went down, and Josh was in the car, next one, and he managed to lift us to Hildegard, because, sister, sorry, Sister Pony, she was laid in the bottom, and she had, uh, she was, um, um, bleeding from her face, from her, from her head, 
she was kind of bleeding and down on the floor and Josh lifted her up and he lifted her out lifted her up through the hole and I pulled her out again pulled her up and managed to get them out and, and across and, and Miriam put them in then this truck was running had the heaters on we put them in the car and then brother Michael who was um, he brother Mike was he said, Brother Mike, when I spoke to him today, he said he doesn't remember anything. He said he just remembers the car sliding and then he felt he hit the tree and he said when he woke up, he said he just saw like this airbaggy thing in front of him that was, that was, that was, that was popped. He, he, he completely blacked out. But Brother Michael, he started to lose consciousness inside the car. He was, he was, he was, he was starting to lose consciousness and, and, and Josh, Josh, Joshua picked up Sister Marion's Bible that had flipped down and he, he put it in Brother Michael's hand. You know, he put the Bible in Brother Michael's hand and he said, Brother Michael, hold this on your heart. Just hold it, hold it tight. And so when I came and I was looking down in, Brother Michael was there and he was holding the Bible real tight. And Josh said, you know, as soon as he held that Bible on him, he came back and he stayed awake the whole time. But he was, he was in real, he was in real, real shock. And Brother Michael... So uh, we, we managed to get Sister Sister Pony out of the car, and then Brother Mike was last, and Brother Mike was he, he was in total shock. He was in just shock, and then he he, he started to um, he started to mumble things, and he was just oh I need my car keys, and oh I need my oh am I at the traffic lights? Because obviously he could see some sort of yellow flashing from the car flashing. He's, he was really delirious, and he, he didn't know where he was. And he was confused, and, and Josh, you know, I, I, it's just such a miracle because, you know, if if you look back, how fast Josh was thinking, how fast he was thinking. I mean, I couldn't have done it. He was so fast, unbelievable. Every move he made was just so fast, and it wasn't him. It mm. wasn't him. It was the Lord. The Lord just made him, used him, and just made him do things. It was phenomenal, and 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 he was trapped underneath the steering wheel. Brother Michael was trapped. And, he, and I'm looking down, so I can see him. He's laid on his side, and he's trapped right underneath. And so we had to. Um, Josh rolled the seat back, rolled the seat back. I mean, I never think, you know, he won't think of these things. He's rolled the seat back, laid it right flat, and so now he's laying on his side. And and we just had to um, talk him through. Look, brother Michael, now I want you to slide up and just slide up and just pretend you're sliding in bed. I want you to slide like you're in bed to slide up the seat to get him out from underneath the steering wheel. Um, and he managed to come sort of free and he was sort of laying there. He says he didn't know where he was. He didn't know what was going on. And I said, right now, Brother Michael, you, you've got to come. You've got to stand up. And he just kept breaking down in tears. He was just breaking down. And, and I was looking down and, and I shone the light down. And I said, Michael, I said, you've got to look at the light. I said, can you see where the light is? He said, he said yes, yes. I said, I said, that is up. And he looked around and... And he just burst out in tears again. He just, he, he couldn't understand. He didn't know what was up and what was down. The car was, he was disorientated. And I just said, that, that I said, that's, I said, that's, uh, I said, I said, this is up. You've got to come up. And, you know, Brother Michael used to be a soldier back in the day. And he was a sergeant major. And just something inside me. Um, it was, it was the Lord. Just something inside me just, just shouted at him. And I, I shouted, I said, come on, soldier. I said, don't do this to me now, soldier. Like that, and I shouted at him. It just came from nowhere. I just shouted, come on, soldier. Don't do this to me now, soldier. Like that, and it, it was like he snapped out of it. And he looked up, and it was like he went, it was just, it was like he snapped out of it. It was like it broke him out of this, this. And he, and he, and he, and he looked up, and he climbed up, and I, and, I, and, I, and I helped him out, and he was sort of helping, and Josh was lifting him out. And, and again, we laid him on the same board, slid him across. 
and we managed to get him out and then when he was out he just looked down at the car and he, he just broke down again he was just in such shock brother michael was in such shock you know we're just so thankful and again it was across the, the piece of kingspan you know like 15 minutes later now for about 15 minutes we had the car heater on full and they were keeping him warm and our neighbor bless his heart he hurt his ankle so he's bearing him in prayer he really bruised his ankle he got his his ankle trapped and he's in his 70s and he was there helping and pulling him out of the car and he was wanting to make us tea and he was bringing us drinks and oh bless his heart bless his heart you know, just i can't believe it. i'm so humbled by 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 his, his the way that he was so loving towards us um, but about 15, 15, 20 minutes we had to wait and suddenly the, those two fire engines came up and the fire engines came out and they had all the gear on and kit, kit and for chopping out the cars and everything they just got out and they were all ready to go and they got there and and we'd got the people out and they were kind of, they were kind of they, they couldn't believe it, they were stunned they were like, you know, how did you get them out? and we were just, you know but you know, one thing I wanted to mention as well is that, you know Brother, 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 brother Michael, Sister Marion, the clothes were all dirty. And you know, they had both, they had the Bibles with them, and they had the American cases on that they bought in America there. Uh, and the Bibles were totally perfect. There was no muck on them, there was no dirt on them, they were just perfectly clean, perfectly untouched. And that was a real um, testimony. Another crazy thing is when we have snow like that, that river it fills up to about four foot deep, five foot, four foot deep. That river flows like crazy. If that river had been flowing, they would have all drowned in the car. They could not have got out of the car. The car was in there and that was it. The, the windows were all smashed out. All the windows were smashed out. The only window that wasn't smashed um, uh, on that side of the car, the back window was smashed. All the other windows were all smashed. was Brother Michael's driver's window. And as Josh said, Josh was in there pulling him out and he looked down and there was water flowing underneath the glass. He could see the water flowing past the glass. And it's just, you know, the way that the car had, had sat, if that had been open, the water would have been flo flooding into the car. Just, Josh, turn that on behind you. Yeah, so the water would have been flowing into the car. Um, and that, the Lord is just good. The Lord just has everything so perfect. And when we brought them all out, every single one of them, they were bone dry. It was chucking down with snow. They were in a river. Sister Pony's window had smashed out. There was water flowing underneath her. Um, but they were dry. They all got out absolutely dry. And, and that is absolutely phenomenal. So the, um, there was after about five minutes after the fire engine came and they just couldn't believe that we'd actually got them out of this little car um, and across that piece of insulation board. Um, the the ambulance, uh, an ambulance, they call them a first responder. So it's actually like a, a small car um, and it's, and it's four wheel drive and they can get a lot of places that the ambulance can't get. And he came whizzing up first thing and he was a real blessed, real nice fella. Really, really so, so kind and so really efficient. And uh, the police also came. There was just blue lights everywhere. And I'll send you, I'll put some pictures on there. But um, we, because, because we'd got them all in the truck already and Sister Pony was sitting in the front, there was only two Brother Michael and Sister Hildegard in the back. But I didn't want to move them. They were in a lot of pain and there was a lot of moaning going on because of pain. But um, they were all in our truck already. And um, the, the first responder said, look, you know, I'm not sure. The roads are so bad. The storm's so bad, we don't know if we're going to be able to um, get the ambulance down here. 
he said, would you drive them to Pickering, which is about um, to, to 10, 11 miles away. It's the nearest town to us. I said, yeah, absolutely sure. So he did, well, I said, well, someone's in my driver's seat. So he said, I'll take them. So he took one. Um, I took the other three. I took Brother Michael, Sister Marion, and Sister Poe, Sister Hildegard. I took them and Sister Pony, that's Miriam's mum. She went with... Um, um, she went with uh, the, the ambulance and then Miriam and Josh Josh uh, and Miriam went in the fire engine and they went down and so we rendezvoused down at the um, Pickering at uh, the fire station in Pickering so um, and so already as we pulled into the fire station there was just police cars there was, there was three ambulances there all ready for us we pulled in and they got straight out and started working on um, on Brother Michael, Sister Marion, Sister Boris, Sister Lillard, checking them over, and they rushed them off one by one to hospital. So um, there's 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 about an hour, an hour and fifteen, an hour and a half away is York Hospital. Um, so Brother Michael, Sister Mary, Sister Pony, they went to York, but there wasn't space for everybody. And Sister Hildegard went to Scarborough, which is about an hour and an hour and more um, in the other direction. Um, so so um, once everything had gone through. And I and I phoned I phoned uh, Brother Chad Brother Michael Asmus phoned Brother Chad just to bring the prayer request before them, and um, it was a needy time, really needy time. And we I phoned Brother Chad, but I spoke to Brother Chad, left a message, and um, explained briefly what had happened. Um, and um, we got in the car and we came home. And by the time we set off home, it was eleven o'clock already. It had been a real long day, long night, and. Um, so now in the emergency room, Sister Marion's Sister Marion, she, she told me this morning, um, you know, Sister Marion told me this morning, she, she was really emotional about it. She she said, you know, they were in the ER and she says there was Pony, Sister Pony, Sister Hildegard, Sister Pony and Sister Marion and Brother Michael all on beds in there in pain and just laying there and not knowing. And she said suddenly, she said she could feel this like waves of prayers she said she could feel she knew there was people praying for her and there was like these waves of prayers waves of prayers coming and um she said she had such a sudden peace there was just such a peace that came and a love and she said it was just she said it was unexplainable and you know um when i spoke to um when i spoke to brother chad he said that he gathered with the church i don't know if it was after service or so i i've you know but I, I, they gathered with the church and they'd all prayed they were all so concerned for brother michael sister marion and, and sister Bonnie, sister god they'd all prayed and oh you know the prayer prayer's real you know and whenever when this when there's a, a bunch of christians a bunch of godly christians bride they're sitting there praying pouring out prayers to the lord the lord hears it the lord moves and we and we on the other side of the world we can feel those waves of prayers coming in it's just such it's such a testimony prayer is real prayer is real so we're just so thankful for those prayers so um we went today we were busy today we went first of all to to york hospital which is quite a drive away and then um we were there for a few hours and then we went to scarborough season we were there for a few hours and then we came back but you know Sister Pony, she broke, she's broken five ribs, and the way I understand it is it's front and back, so I don't know if it snapped both sides or however it is, um, but she's broken five, she snapped five ribs on, on this side where she'd smashed down into the, into the ditch, she was sitting behind the driver, which we drive on the right hand side obviously, um, and, um, and she's also got trauma to her head, um, and 
her all her, her eye um, was was sort of really badly beaten around here, where she'd smashed on the on the glass on the embankment and and, and hurt herself. Um, she's in York Hospital still, and Sister Hildegard, she's got a fractured sternum, which is this bone through here. And really, Sister Hildegard as well. It was it, if if the Lord hadn't have told Joshua to keep going, and the Josh hadn't have managed, if she'd have been hanging from her seatbelt because she didn't have a seatbelt over the top, it was underneath, so she couldn't breathe. Josh said when he when he got down inside the car, she she couldn't breathe. She was just gasping, <clears throat> and. You know, the Lord knows, if he hadn't have been there to lift her up and break her free, she wouldn't be with us right now. And so we're thankful that it's just a fractured sternum and she's got extensive bruising and she's in a lot of pain. Sister Marion has just got massive bruising, massive bruising um, on, on, her, on her chest because she was also hanging in the seatbelt after the car had dropped on its side, she was hanging um, on her seatbelt. Brother Michael's got a swollen thumb where he'd obviously braced himself and smashed into the steering wheel. He's got a swollen thumb, um, and he was—he had—he was being in, in total shock. He was in total shock. Um, he just—he just for like last night, all last night, he was just completely out. Um, uh, you know, shock. He didn't know what. He just—he was just in total shock. Um, but we're thankful to the Lord that today he's back to himself and he's feeling fine, and he's—he's—he's um, he's, he's able to drive. His car again, which I'm really thankful for that he got straight back in his car. Yep, so Brother Michael, he could come home today. And Sister Pony, and that's Miriam's mum, and Sister Marion, they're staying in for observation in York, but they're both doing well. And you know, the Lord's so good, it's a massive hospital. York Hospital is huge. And yet, the way that they've, she says, Brother Michael just told me this evening, he said, you wouldn't believe it. He said, I've just found out um, they've put Sister Marion in room 16. Uh, and he says, you won't believe who's in room 16. He said, Sister Pony, unbelievable. He says, and not only that, he says, but the beds are next to each other. So poor Sister Pony, Sister Hildegard, Sister Pony and Sister Marion are in beds next to each other. And they will be having fellowship with the Lord and just telling about the goodness of the Lord. And so Sister Hildegard, she's about an hour and a half away from them. She's in a hospital, she's on her own. And her blood pressure is, is it keeps dropping and her oxygen is not stable. And so she's still in the ER room. Um, so we just uh, just bear her in prayer, and um, yeah, we're just so thankful to the Lord. You know, am amazing as well, Sister Marion. She she took such a jolt, such a jolt um, in the accident, and she's suffered since she was a child with um, a broken back that she had when she was a child. And she's she's miraculously she's always got had back pain, back problems, the slightest jolt, and she's in pain for for you know, but this she just got straight out she says i don't feel a thing she said that she said i don't the doctors were worried i said no absolutely nothing the lord is good so we are just so humbled so thankful to the lord we think that things happen and they're bad it's not it's just building our character you know and you know in times like this like sister mary says she says as we just slid down and i saw the tree coming she said i just screamed out jesus and you know and it's just when we are in those times of need we don't swear we don't shout the lord's name in vain we call for help and he is an ever help present help in the time of trouble he is there he's with us in us he's given us strength he's given us the, the he strengthens kingspan he strengthens a piece of polystyrene board for insulation enough to carry his children across it the 
Lord is good. So we are so thankful. All we can do is say praise the Lord in all these things. I've been a bit long-winded, but hey, there is so much to tell. It's just phenomenal how the Lord has got his hand upon us. May the Lord bless you. Thank you for your prayers. Amen.